Hello, and you are very welcome back to the Jessica Cook podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it so much. And I'm excited to have a chat with you today about turning inwards rather than outwards. Do you struggle with comfort eating? Do you late night snack? Do you drink too much? Like for you, do you not want to drink as much as you're drinking? I mean, do you wish you drank less? Do you wish you didn't drink at all? Do you wish you didn't turn to alcohol? Do you wish you could stop overeating? Then this episode is for you. I was the queen of comfort eating. As uh, you know this, if if you've listened to this podcast for a long time, that I was the queen of comfort eating, that I was the queen of alcohol consumption. And it's what I used to do to escape from how I was feeling. I used to turn to alcohol and food for so many different reasons. And what I want this podcast to do to you is to remind you, if you're struggling with comfort eating, if you're struggling with alcohol, that the answer, the solution isn't at the bottom of a glass of wine and it isn't at the bottom of a packet of crisps. And I know you know this. I'm not trying to patronize you at all. It's just I know what helps with me is reminders. Like I can listen to things and I'm like, I know that, but I'm so glad you're telling me again because I really needed to hear this to get motivated again. So, so this is the spirit of it in which I mean this episode. I know you know this. However, I would love to remind you if you are struggling um, and I'm going to share with you what has helped for me. And I turned to alcohol and food for so many different reasons. First off, if I was very stressed out, I would turn to food. If I was very stressed out, what I would do is if I was like driving by a garage or like an apple green, I would stop and get two packets of crisps. I Or I would get something like savory in the kind of pad thai, you know, those kind of places where they serve like ready-made chicken and rice things. And I would eat it in the car for comfort to instantly feel a little bit better. Or I would have a lot of spaghetti rice like pasta and bread those kind of were my main things for when I needed to feel comfort so if I felt very stressed out I would I would make sure I had one of those big carby meals during the week and at the weekends that's definitely what I turned to to feel less stressed pasta spaghetti bolognese garlic bread meatballs with spaghetti loads of rice If I was drinking, it would be in the back of my mind that I would want to be ordering a takeaway later on. And sometimes I wouldn't be very honest with myself. I'd be like, oh, no, no, I'm not going to have dinner. I'm just going to have this wine and see how I go. But somewhere there, I was thinking, yes, massive Indian, loads of naan bread, loads of rice, or else I'll have like a big, massive pizza from Domino's. and It'll be okay because I've had a few drinks, so I'm not really consciously making the decision. And there's other things too. Um, I would turn to alcohol like wine, champagne, Prosecco, rosé, beer, um, gin, vodka, cocktails, home cocktails, the 12 hotel cocktails, cocktails out, cold white wine, Sauvignon Blanc, red wine, the works, anything. I would try to glamorize it as much as I possibly could. I was all about getting the right glasses, having the little pieces of fruit on the glass. Um, What alcohol did for me in, in that sense is that it made me think I was empowering myself. 
So I was feeling very stressed out and not feeling very empowered. However, on a Friday night, it was easy to like have a shower, put on something really comfy and sit in the back garden if it was the summertime and have a glass of cold rosé and think I was winning at life. And I used it as a way to make me feel like everything was great. Like I was like the people in the marketing advertisements on the TV, that I was also like those people. Tough week, but here we are, glass of wine. And I used to drink way too much. I just drank and I got drunk on a Friday and Saturday night. I would go to bed drunk. Yeah, there were times where I wasn't drunk. I was able to have wine towards the end of my journey with alcohol that was very far, few and far between, I think is the expression. I didn't really drink to not get drunk. Towards the end of my alcohol journey, I just wanted, I was, I hated drinking so much. I just used to drink so fast to get it over with. You can imagine the problems that caused if I was out in family gatherings or out with friends, I would be just the first person pinning it back, getting drunk because I hated drinking so much. Can you relate to that? I think you have to really go through that to understand what that means. And some people looking at you can think, oh my God, you know, she loves her alcohol or she, and in fact, it's the fucking opposite. I couldn't stand it towards the end. I despised it. And it made me drink so fast to get it over with. Or if I was ever like out on holidays and there was drinks at lunch and I knew there'd be drinks at dinner, I'd be the type of person that would be thinking, I don't even want to take a break between lunch and dinner because I hate it and despise it so, so much. I used to use it to unwind, to help me get away from how I was feeling, to help me de-stress, to help me think for a few hours that I was happy and that it was the right thing to do. Society says it's the right thing to do, is doesn't it? Like ever since I've stopped drinking, I'm like, I can't believe how much alcohol is rammed down our throats in nearly every single podcast or any single series that you watch. Like I was watching Fool Me Once recently and uh, I've just finished it with my husband, Fool Me Once on Netflix. Bit off the wall in places, but it kept me going. I could not believe how much alcohol was glamorized how much wine was glamorized in that series. It was like a Michelle Keegan, is it? It was the main character going through these big problems and looking very glamorous and great clothes and always with a glass of wine at the end of the evening to all unwind, always it being the solution, always it being made to look like she was successful and that's what successful people do. An absolute load of BS. And, 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 you know, I aspired to that for a period in my life and thought, yep, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get those goldfish bowls and fill them up with gin and let's put the lemon in and yum, yum. And uh, you know what they don't do? You know what they don't do? They don't advertise or market the feeling that you get the next day. They didn't show Michelle Keegan the next day dying in bed, even after a few just the couple that she had dying, which would what most people do even after a few. You don't feel like yourself after just a few. Three glasses of wine, oh my God, you feel the difference the next day. They don't advertise that. They don't advertise the woman sitting in bed, holding her head, dying and feeling like she wants to 
throw herself off a cliff the next day because her mental health is so bad because she doesn't know how she's going to get through the day. Because here she is again, drinking again, and it makes her feel like shit and it stops her from thinking straight. They don't advertise that. They don't advertise when they're advertising Galaxy bars or Cadbury bars, the person that's wiping away the crumbs from their jumper after having a binge, feeling desperate, so stuck, so desperate. Nobody talks about how sluggish and horrible that big session made you feel. It's all just glamorized. Oh, great night last night. Nobody talks about absolutely horrific they feel the next day. Waking up the next day thinking, here I go again. Or that feeling on the couch where you're just frozen. You're hungover. You're frozen. You don't want to move. You don't know what to do. You feel terrible. The anxiety creeps in and you get that pit in the bottom of your stomach. And you know it's going to take you three days to recover from that few glasses of wine you had the night before. No one talks about that. It's not encouraged to talk about. Everything is just, oh, great night last night. Oh, that was fun. Oh, one too many. And nobody talks about the fact that they're fucking dying. Hardly able to cope with life the next day. And you know what? It drags you down. It brings you back. There's no solution in it. It's lying to you. And the marketing companies... When you spot it, you're like, oh my God, why are you putting a glass of wine in her hand? Why couldn't you just put a cup of tea or a hot chocolate in her hand? It's doing the opposite of we think what it's doing. It's not relaxing. It's not de-stressing. It's not glamorous. It's not cool. It's taking us away from where we want to be. And it's taking us away from ourselves. For what? For what? One hour of feeling different maybe two hours three hours of being drunk and letting go and being able to be silly or if you're binge eating like 10-15 minutes of blocking out your feelings with food and then what overweight feeling worse feeling like a failure and we still do it and it's amplified with the weight loss industry. It's amplified by the weighing scales. The weighing scales and all those programs are just encouraging the cycle of binging and restricting and like, oh no, are you down a pound? Are you up a pound? And all these diets. And it's not ever getting to the root cause. It's like nobody wants to talk about the fact that maybe we need to turn inwards rather than outwards. Maybe we need to focus on solving the problem and getting to the root cause of the problem rather than thinking that we need to know the amount of calories in our chicken Caesar salad. We don't at all. We don't at all need to know the calories in food. We, we can really heal. We can really heal here and develop our self-love and develop skills and tools that will help us turn inward so we're not reaching for food so much so food doesn't become and stay this just huge societal obsession that it is now whether it's restriction and dieting and salads and quinoa and, oh or it's the other way it's like the supersizing and the everything is just so food focused and it's gone crazy and it's put out there that the solution to eating better is to track and to count and to weigh. And it's not. It's just not. So if you're struggling now to quit comfort eating or you want to quit alcohol, I want to ask you, first of all, what is it the thing that it's giving you that you're not getting in reality? 
what are you trying to get from the food that you're not getting in your life? What are you trying to get from alcohol that you're not getting in your life? And there's an answer to that. Is it helping you? And it's not really helping you, but do you think it's helping you switch off to forget do you have too much responsibility on your shoulder? Does it make you feel irresponsible in a good way, like for a few hours? What, what is it doing for you now? And where can that need be met elsewhere? Like, for example, one of the needs that, that alcohol and food was doing for me is that it was providing me comfort. So now in the evening times, I stick to my routine. I, 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 I sit on the couch at night and I watch Netflix and I really enjoy it. However, now I have the fire on really strong and really hot and I have a blanket over me, a really nice blanket and I make sure I always have really nice pajamas and I have a hot chocolate. And that for me is like heaven. Oh, and I, I have candles lit. So the sm smell is really nice. And that for me is heaven. And that's ticking a lot of the boxes that I was searching for with other stuff and I encourage you to think of that like I know what I used to do that didn't work was like instead of sitting on the couch and having a glass of wine I would go for a walk but those two things are completely different and it's not very motivating so after a few weeks of me walking I was like I don't want to walk instead of drinking I want to drink because walking wasn't giving me what I was trying to get from alcohol and that's what I find people can get a little bit um, caught up with sometimes, like swapping out the habit they want to give up for a habit they don't really want to do or isn't going to give them the need that they were getting from alcohol or from food. So it's, it's really good to spend your time here and to really figure out what food and alcohol is providing for you that you're not getting already. And ask yourself, like, what changes do you need to make in your life? Like rip the band-aid off and just be really straight with yourself. Like, are you very unhappy? And what is it about your life that's really unhappy? And what do you need to change? Genuinely, like look at, look at yourself in the mirror and be like, let's get real here. What do you need to change in your life? What are you escaping from? What are you trying to de-stress from? What are you trying to find comfort from? What changes do you make, need to make in your life? And answer all these questions. And commit this is it. I am fully aware now that I have been turning to food and alcohol for comfort. And you can say that to yourself. Okay, you're fully aware now that you've been turning to food and alcohol for X, Y, Z. And you can make a commitment and it mightn't work straight away, but you're making a commitment to not turning to it anymore. And you might continue to turn, it, turn to it and turn to it, but you've made a commitment that you will, you will crack this and you won't give up. And that's like, don't worry about it not being successful for a while. It's two years trying to give up alcohol. Every week I wrote, not drink, not drink, not drink. And every week I drank and drank and drank until, bang, I found the solution. And you will find the solution too. All you have to do is not quit. And ask yourself, could you turn inward instead through the, through the times where you're, where, you're, where, you're, where you're focusing on quitting the comfort eating, quitting the alcohol? Like where else can you get relief? For some, it's about surviving that five to 10 minutes where, where the thing bubbles up. Like you're sitting on the couch and you're like, oh my God, I need something. And it's surviving that, 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 that those five to 10 minutes. I, I practice that Tara Brack RAIN acronym. Like RAIN, recognize the feeling bubbling up. 
Be aware of it, investigate it, and nurture it. Recognize the feeling, allow the feeling in, investigate it, and nurture it. That's rain. Recognize the feeling, allow the feeling in, investigate it, and nurture it, i.e., what do I need right now? And let the feelings bubble up inside of you and sit with it and stay with it. It's a really simple practice, but it's absolutely transformative if you stick with it. And don't grab your phone and try and get distracted by Instagram. Don't, don't, don't move away from how you're feeling. If you're sitting there and you're feeling like crap and you want to run away from yourself, that's really good. That means you're like experiencing it. And many of us aren't experiencing these feelings. I felt like a baby when I quit drinking. I was like really immature in, in processing feelings. It was the strangest thing. I was like, what is this feeling washing over me? And it would be like, wow, that's what it's like to sit here really uncomfortably and not be eating or drinking or on my phone. It's the weirdest sensation. And when you practice it, you'll actually get better at it. Like just the other day, I was sitting at my desk and I'd ha I had had three coffees and it was half four and I was like, I need a coffee. And I went through a phase when I stopped drinking of like really ramping up my coffee drinking and I knew I had to knock that on the head because the last thing I needed, I did, the last thing I didn't want to do was replace alcohol with something else. So I was sitting there thinking I need another cup of coffee. And then I did that rain thing and I was like, okay, I'm going to recognize this feeling. Okay, I'm stressed out. I'm going to allow it in. Okay, allow this stress feeling in for a second, Jessica. I'm going to investigate it. Where is the stress coming from? Oh, I feel stressed out. I have an overwhelming amount of work to do. <laughs> And nurture. What do you need right now? You need to take it one step at a time. Oh, feck it then. I don't need the coffee. Literally, it was like that. And it was like, and then I thought to myself, oh my God, I've done it. I didn't turn to an external substance. I was just about to. And I actually solved the thing by doing that rain thing. <laughs> Recognize, allow, investigate and nurture. I just want you to know that I do have your back with this. And I know how difficult it is. I was a comfort eater and a big drinker for 20 years. 21 years, 21 years. And um, I quit both in the 1st of May, 2022. I broke free from comfort eating and I broke free from drinking. And you can do it too. Enjoy the journey, enjoy the process. And if you just decide not to quit on yourself, you will get there. It really is just holding on. And sometimes you'll feel like you're holding on by your fingernails. And other times you'll feel like you're absolutely winning at it. And other times you'll feel like an absolute complete failure. And I swing from those three things all the time with different parts of my life. Um, but greatness isn't easy. The easy, salute, the easy thing is to sit down and eat all the crap and to drink and to not work out and to just take whatever life throws at us and react when we have to. Do you want that? Or can we put up with a little bit of discomfort, a little bit of fear and, and be great and stand up and put the shoulders back and, and, and be great and be a really great example to others and help others. That's what I would love to do. And I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Thank you so, so much for listening today. If you found this episode helpful, could you do me a favor and please share it with a friend? It just helps get a tiny little podcast out like this out to more people. And if you're interested in my coaching programs, you can go to jessicacook.ie forward slash coaching, jessicacook.ie forward slash coaching, and I'll see you on the inside. Have a wonderful day.